1: Hello listeners and welcome to this World Game Changes podcast episode where today I have a returning guest, a lady by the name of Sam Hales. Sam, welcome back.
0: Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.
1: You may recall, listeners, in the previous episodes, Sam very bravely spoke around her, her cancer and we was you know, how for her the cancer was a blessing in disguise. Now, in a subject like this, which is so emotive, we barely scratch the surface. So I just want to pick up, Sam, from that previous episode around one or two comments. And uh, one that really stuck with me was this item that, you know, the British stiff a lip. Just get on with it. You know, don't show these are my words, not yours. But don't show weakness in front of others and, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, you kind of uh, alluded to that. That's what you've got you through. And far be it for me to kind of challenge that. But challenge it, I am going to, Sam, if I may. Because this whole thing around stiff upper lip, just get on with it. Don't show emotion, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, looking back on it, now you've come out the other side, Sam. Would you, would you still play it that way?
0: Uh, yeah. I think definitely I would because um, hmm, that's a very interesting question, actually, because you're still going through the trauma inside, even though you're maintaining this facade on the outside, you're still experiencing the trauma of it in, on the inside, which is still going to come out at some point And
1: mm-hmm. you're still
0: going to have to deal with it at some point, which I think I think now, actually, I'm I'm probably or over the last year, I think I've definitely been dealing with that past trauma of accepting the diagnosis of going through the chemo of going through all the the tests and um having all the surgery I think um even though it's good to it's definitely good to keep a brave face it's definitely good to um maintain that air of being strong you know gosh I was brought up with I was brought up by that you know my mum was always you know don't cry don't cry you know, don't show any emotion, whatever was going on, you know, um, which I think it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely a British thing. But I think um, it carried me through every step of the way of having to be, it's fine. It's fine because I knew that I wasn't gonna die. I knew that my family was still gonna be okay. I knew um, that everything was still going to be okay. I I knew, do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's all, yeah.
1: Hmm. Okay. The reason I come at it from this kind of, I suppose, uh, alternative angle is I know personally, and, and literally from the hundreds, if not thousands of people I've spoken to, over the years the power that goes with vulnerability and you know i mean i was brought up and conditioned you know big boys don't cry but i also know that that led to my break i've had two breakdowns and i also know that that kind of just keep it in you know it's energy it's trapped energy and it has to and it will come out and boy i mean i always use the kind of uh Some would say, graphic example, it's like a boil ready to burst. And when it bursts, the crap goes everywhere. Mm. You know, the, you know, uh, and, and in many respects, there's no apologies for that graphic explanation there because, you know, the lesson I've learned, and I suppose we've all got our model of our own model of the world, but. Let that out. And certainly, and, and you know, almost to an episode now, I seem to bring in that American, uh, amazing American lady, Brenny Brown, where she talks about our vulnerability is our strength. And I absolutely buy that 100%. Mm. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm right and you're wrong, some or vice versa, but I'm just kind of offering a, an alternative to. You know, this whole conditioning, like I say, for me, big boys don't cry. You know, those stereotypes, if you will. Girls always wear pink. Nice Mm. girls don't do things like that. You know, and all this stuff that we're conditioned with. And Mm. it's part of my, suppose, my role within, as host within, is to to kind of unpack it and prod and poke and say, you know, and that's why I ask you the question with hindsight now, would you still approach it that way? Or indeed has there been instances in your life where you've given yourself permission to be vulnerable and to cry and all that kind of stuff?
0: Yeah. I think when you've got a young family, it's a little bit different though. Um, I was, uh, the, the kind of the head of the family, you know, so I, I had to organize everything. I had to arrange everything. Um, we had commitments at home. Um, the business, I mean, we were work, working like 14 hours a day. Um, and, you know, we had a lot of animals at that point to take care of. Um, we, I had a lot of responsibility on my plate that I had to take care of and I had to run everything. I had to run the show. So I literally couldn't show any sign of weakness because if I broke down, then everything else would as well. And I, and I just couldn't have that to show my family that I was being strong and I was being brave, gave them the strength and gave them reassurance that everything was going to be okay. You know, if I, if my two year old son saw me breaking down and, and, you know, and crying and saying, oh, um, this has happened, it's, it's never going to work. It's, you know, everything's going really bad or or whatever, then that would destroy him. That would, um, he would break as well and he would be upset and cry. And I never wondered that. I wanted him to see, oh my gosh, my mum's a warrior. You know, my mum's getting through this. My mum's incredibly, like, incredible going through this. And that's how I want him to see me in the future as well. You know, I want him when he looks back on, if he remembers, by the way, <laughs> but, you know, if he does remember, I want him to look back on this time and say, wow, I can't believe you got through that as well as you did. That's incredible um so there's you know there is that kind of thing that that side of things as well showing vulnerability is okay um but i think you have to be um cautious about showing your vulnerability. in this situation from my perspective personally i'm not talking obviously about every situation uh, but in this situation i had to be um cautious about who i showed my vulnerability to because at that stage of my life There was an awful lot of people around me that I couldn't trust. Um, So I didn't want that coming back at me either. Um, But also it was just uh, showing that even though it's a really crap time, it doesn't have to be the end of the world. It doesn't have to be um, a terrible time. It can still be, let's just deal with it and move on. It's fine. You know, um, let's still um, go to the beach. Let's still go out for dinners. And um, that's very, very difficult. In, even in Spain, it's very, very difficult turning up with a wig on <laughs> in 50 degree heat as well, or with no wig on and having people staring at you because the area I lived in in Spain, cancer wasn't a thing. They don't know anything about cancer where I was living. Um So I even had to be very, very strong on that point as well. Having people pointing at me and saying, oh my God, oh my God, look, she's got cancer. Look, stay away from her. She's got cancer. So I Mm -hmm. still had to make, you know, I was with my family. I still had to maintain that. Just ignore it. Don't worry. It's fine, you know, sort of thing. Um, From from the flip side of things, showing vulnerability and letting it out absolutely is very, very important. I totally agree with what you're saying with it is energy it's stored up in there and it needs to come out and it's going to come out but I think knowing yourself very very well and being very very aware of yourself is so so important because you've got to know that it needs to come out and you need to know how you're going to deal with it when you're going to face it because you can't you know it's in there you know it's got to come out you can't just wait for it to come out by itself you have to be proactive and say okay do you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna go into a field and meditate on these feelings and see what comes up and when they come up I'm gonna deal with them or I'm gonna go to sound healing or I'm gonna go and see somebody that deals with um like pent-up aggression to find out how they can bring it out or some other some other natural way of healing I think you have to have a very good self-awareness to be able to seek out these things to then be able to to deal with it um I think also going back to the point of having a young family if I was to just let things boil up inside of me and just let them come out whenever they wanted I'd be an emotional wreck I wouldn't be able to run my business I wouldn't be able to work I would just be a depressed state on the sofa, eating loads of chocolate, watching TV, and and nobody wants that. You know, you have to take the time for yourself. You have to put yourself in that position to accept what has happened and to deal with it, and to feel the anger, to feel the hurt, to feel um, the disappointment. Because I, there was an element of disappointment within myself because. I am responsible for my own health. I am responsible, like that happened because of something that I hadn't dealt with, because of my diet, because of you know X, Y, and Z. It's, uh, it's this is my soul believing that our own illnesses come from what's inside here. So, uh, I felt very disappointed in myself that I had um, let myself go that far, live in the lifestyle that I was leading. Um, You know, nobody can live a full life um, drinking as I was, smoking as I was, partying as I was, and then working 14 hour days, having a family all at the same time. You know, it just doesn't, it's got to stop. It's got to break somewhere, you know. So I had to deal with all of that guilt inside of me as well. um, And then change the, my outlook changed my perspective to say mm, okay this is what I've done wrong so now how can I correct it how can I how can I live a more fulfilling life for myself for my son for my family as well so yeah. I think it just comes down to sort of taking responsibility for yourself really always and that self-awareness you've alluded
1: to absolutely i suppose the uh the con as you say quite rightly you know every situation's got its uh it's got its own context um and for me just listening to this um i can kind of empathize with this not that i've personally had cancer but through the very challenging situations i've had in my life i think i feel there's a sweet spot in the middle some between what you're talking about and this, this advocacy of, you know, vulnerability is strength. And I feel that, that, you know, nothing's ever black or white, is it? You know, there's this whole dance, we're humans, we're not robots. For me personally, I understand and respect to the outside world. There is that, this is the way it is. But in those private moments, just me, myself and I, because one of my own personal values is to thine own self be true. Mm. And if that means that I'm going to cry behind closed doors as a release valve, that's what I'm going to do. And by the way, that's a relatively recent breakthrough over the last 10 years, because it wasn't always that way. And like I've alluded to, I've seen the catastrophic outcomes that comes with bottling it up. And I'm going to be a bit, sort of provocative here listeners and say particularly for the more masculine energies brackets males because like i've quoted that big boys don't cry you can't cry you're a man man up, and all this nonsense that's out there um so i do feel there's a sweet spot in the middle uh, and none of it's an exact science but you know we are humans at the end of the day
0: yeah i completely mm. agree completely <laughs> I
1: want to ask you one big question, Sam, so we'll, we'll pause the, uh, to finish off with, but pa- we'll pause the drum roll for the moment. I want to invite you in again to uh, share your contact details, how people can find out more about you, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Um, sure. So my website is SamHalesFitness.co.uk and you can find me on Facebook and um, Instagram as Sam Hales Fitness. I am a massage therapist and I work on a mobile basis throughout Nottinghamshire and Derbyshire. Um, but I do also want to say that I've just started a brand new business, which is to help promote uh, natural therapists and spiritual therapists that are working throughout Nottinghamshire and Derbyshire also, for the purpose of healing and raising our vibrations.
1: Excellent. What a beautiful course. <laughs> okay, so thank you for sharing that. Um, right, the question. I want you to imagine, Sam, we, you and I have just met in a hotel reception um, or wherever. It doesn't prevent you But we're going up there. We're getting a lift, and we're going up to the next floor. And it takes that lift about 30 seconds to get to the next level. And then, when we get to the next level, you'll go one way and I'll go another. And we, you know, work on the assumption we'll never actually see each other again. So we get in the lift and I say, Sam, thank you so much for sharing your insights. It's been absolutely phenomenal. I may never see you again, but give me something to cling to because I've really enjoyed the dance with you that, you know, the the energy, the whole kind of diversity uh, of, of, of what we have spoke about. But I want to give that some context, Sam, if I may, because you, you, you kind of said my cancer was a blessing in disguise. Sam, I know somebody that's got cancer. How do, in 30 seconds, what do I say to them?
0: Change is brilliant. If you've got cancer or you've just been diagnosed diagnosed with cancer, that's life's way of telling you that something has to dramatically change. And change is never, ever scary. It might feel scary because it's a bit different. But once you get into the flow of the change, it's always, always for the better. Change your diet, change your lifestyle, accept more love into your life. I think that is another pinnacle thing is learning how to accept love, be loved and honour yourself and um, take time for yourself. Stop working ridiculous amount of hours a week. Why are you working that much? Nobody needs to work that much. Take some time for yourself, for your family, have fun, laugh more, you know, allow yourself these things because you're you are here for a reason you're not here to catch cancer and die you are here to have passion to thrive to live in peace with inner peace without conflict without worry without uh, anxiety without depression you deserve to be happy more than anybody else on this planet you know we're step into your sole purpose and thrive really
1: what a fantastic beautiful answer I just want to say on a humorous note though Sam that the lift controller had to take it to the next 4 30 seconds (laughs) then he had to bring it down then he took it (laughs) up again so we went up and down there but anyway sorry (laughs) no problem please no honestly great great answer um I think I'd like to leave it there listeners and leave you to think about You know, this this dance has taken place between Sam and I around this very, very emotive, very very emotive topic. You you be the judge of how it lands with you. And I'm going to sign off now by, by saying, as I always do, remember, the world's changing. How will you respond?
0: Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond?